I Welcome to Geek... What? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Geekosity. My name is John. I am joined by... Danny. Yeah. I called Shaka. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's much, 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 much. How many more muches? Much, At least much, six. About as much, much, much older than you. As, but, no, you needed to wait as long as he waits for the dot com. Uh, <laughs> and Kyle. And this is the podcast where we play board games and card games, talk about geeky things, and discuss geeky things, and review geeky things like we are going to today. Would you consider John Wick geeky? I'm a geek about it. Uh, I, you have the capacity to geek about John Wick? Yes. Okay. It it has now been determined. John Wick is a geeky top topic, subject. It's, it's geekdom. It is a part of the geekdom. Yes. Yes. So we went and saw it. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for Chapter 4, yes. If you spoilers. don't want spoilers, this would be your opportunity to hit stop. Yeah. If, then... you, if you don't like Fast and Furious movies, <clears throat> hit stop now. Because <laughs> you know they had a lot of spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the first one. Paul Walker's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Not told, son. <laughs> but we went and saw John Wick... And uh, all the other people in the movie. No, I didn't see them. It was very dark. John Cena wasn't in the movie. Somehow knew that was going to come. And now we go back to Fast and the Furious. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, so all all the other people were in the eyes of Donnie Yen's character? Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. So... Anyone else think it was funny, though, that the blind guy could somehow see better than all the people with eyes? Okay, gonna bring this up just because while it's we're talking about Donnie Yen's character Kane, which which funny enough because he had a cane, yeah, and he was very able, yes, so able that he was able to read cards that playing. were not braille. Like I, I was really wondering how they were gonna do that scene because he was just like, you know, they gave him the cards and he's just like everybody else goes and he. I thought he was going to just, like, flip him over and, like, be like, John, what do I have? <laughs> I've got this. And I thought John was going to go, you lost. <laughs> but instead it was, uh, that feels like uh, four nines and a two. <laughs> it was a four. No, it was a two. It was a two. It was Donald a two. Four. It was a four. It was a, yeah. Huh. Son of a bitch. Um, That's why Big Boy was cheating, because... Not only did he have five twos, the fact that he had four twos. He had two twos of spades. Yeah. Spady bastard. Um. And not only that, Donnie Yen's character, after he flipped the last card, he said, five twos, right? Well, he, he sat, he, the dude flips the card and he just goes, let me guess, five twos? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how? And he is one with the force, the force is with him. He is one with the force, the force is with him. He is one with the force, the force is with him. He is one with the force, the force is with him. Apparently. He needs to stop playing blind guys. He's too good at it. Yeah. Yeah, he was fantastic. He's like uh, Shang-Chi, Daredevil, put together. And the best part was he was also comedic relief. Like, he was. That guy's brilliant in everything he does. Like, literally, gunfight going on in the in the Tokyo Hotel, and he's just sitting there eating a bowl, bowl of ramen. noodles. Just, <laughs> just going to town on the noodles, just... 
And they sit there and yell at him, like, blind dude, you gonna do something? He just... Fine. Set my bowl down, get the <laughs> And then starts fighting while still chewing. Yeah. And uses... <laughs> best part. Using little devices. Doorknob. Doorbells. Yeah. yeah. Motion sensor doorbells yeah. like you put in a, a, like a mom and pop shop. Yeah. So that you know that someone's in there. Yeah. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Knew yeah. exactly where to shoot. <laughs> it's great. Intelligent. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, he's blind. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And even though he's blind, he can see. Y- yeah. Which, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I still don't know how he pulled the card crap. There's, unless he's like somehow psychic. Because those cards did not have Braille on them. You would be able to see. There were no well, bumps. He, he didn't even feel the cards because they were face down. And he just like flipped them over and just spread well, them out. No, he, when he, he spread them out, spread he, it out. Yeah. he, he felt he them with his of... fingers. But there's no way he could have felt the numbers. There is a difference in texture where the yeah there is a where different... the color uh, where the, like the suits are yeah, but that's only the suits like unless well in the number two because that that well, part but is what about the other four cards? Okay, how about the fact that he called the the five twos? Uh yeah that that was a little now maybe if he said me. five of a kind that'd be a little different because you know he but instead it was five twos yeah. And either that or unless he knew what the guy cheated. Because he yeah. said, I always knew you were a cheating prick. Yeah. And then, you know, Wick's like, you know, yeah, definitely a prick. Um, unlike him, I totally didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, he probably did see that coming. I know, that's why I said unlike him, I didn't see that coming. But his character was definitely... Very well catered to his abilities as an actor. Yeah, most It definitely. showed off his martial arts style. It showed off his comedic chops. Did it, you see the slight <clears throat> it man? Yes, very much so. The yep, that was awesome. I was like, I ah. loved how he also did that with his sword cane. Yeah, the yeah, the real quick. It was it was a sword that was also a cane. Yeah, I have one of those. But is it a cane that's actually a sword? It's a cane that's actually a sword. So is it a cane sword or a sword cane? It's a cane sword. Okay. Yeah. Use then function. I think it would be hilarious if you found out his first name was actually Michael. Huh? Michael Kane. Uh, another another thing that I want to touch on real quick regarding his character is I loved how... I like how he said touch on Braille. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also is was very... He didn't want to do it, but felt like he had no choice to protect his daughter. Well, and that's the truth. I mean, that's what, that's literally what they were threatening but, him with. But I mean, I, I just... Having so much on the line really, I felt, made his character that much better because he was very determined, but not so much that he made mistakes. You know, he just... He was so meticulous about, you know, how he did everything. Yeah. And it was brilliant. The way he fought with his sword, though, made me think of drunken fighting. I want to know how... uh... Because it was very much like him just 
stumbling around. And he was never looking in the direction of the attacker. Yeah. Well, but it was all based on sound. Right, and it was and it was based on the fact that his character is in fact blind. Yeah. So <laughs> and I love it. You dead, John. <laughs> I just <laughs> did you hear the the guys that were sitting down from us, did you hear what they said? They're like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I that, thought that would have been great if I was waiting for if that. he would have just been like Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. I just, I, okay, the guy's blind, you know, and he's talking to me in this room where it's just the two of us. I should totally talk back. He'll not know where I'm at. Well, I mean, you gotta think, though, they were friends. Yeah. So, of course, he's gonna, he's gonna talk back. And then that's probably his whole shtick of he's blind, so he seems less threatening. And if he's talking to you, you're gonna talk back because you don't feel threatened by Except him. for the fact that John Wick obviously knows that he is, in fact, someone to be threatened by. Yeah. Yeah, in that he is a killer. Now that we've established that... Uh, Donnie really... Yen's character was really, really fucking awesome. Um, no doubt. So, the whole premise of the movie... <clears throat> did you want to explain the premise, Kyle? No, that's good. Okay. I was just... I was actually going to suggest that we do that. So, the whole premise of the movie is, you know, Wick is still trying to basically get himself out from... Underneath the high table. Yeah. Well, underneath their, like... Control. Yeah. Uh, Not under their thumb. They keep putting higher and higher hits out on him, and he just wants out. Preferably not in a way that results in him dead. Yeah. And in doing so, the 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 marquee person or whatever that was trying to kill him in the previous movies, two and three, right? Well, there there were always different. The marquees. Like, well, like I, this is a different marquee. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. The kind of like what they said in the movie, like, okay, you kill the marquee. Don't just know. make a different another one's just going to pop up. And so, in the whole process of trying to get under or out from their control, finds a way that he can challenge the man, the Marquis that's wanting to kill him. To a, to a duel. To a civilized duel. duel. Yeah. And they have, you know, their own rules and everything, and the ways that they decide on how the duel's going to be done, and da 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 Duh. Basically, it was sort of like, uh, you know, high card wins. Yeah. I like those cards, though. They were, they're, they're, they were really cool. They were like yeah. a mixture of uh, tarot cards and... Uh, I Based off the numbers, I was kind of picturing, like, a tetrahedron. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I've never seen a 23 card. I've never seen a 14 card. 14, 19. I mean, yeah. I, I think of a 14 card as being a jack, or a, not a jack, um, an ace. Like, yeah. Ace is high. Yeah. Jack would be but, 11. And of course, <clears throat> it being John Wick, comes up with a clever plan with the help of Donnie Yen's character, Kane, with and, the help of Winston, who, you know, manages to get his own little deal because. The beginning of the movie, you find out that they, uh, 
he's excommunicado. Yeah. Yeah. And they took... Not only did they take his hotel away, they, they blew, blew it up. up. <laughs> yeah. And makes... Hotel became Blotel. Yes. <laughs> it became Hotel California. <laughs> Ooh. Minus the Eagles. But so, you know, Winston comes up with a plan, is able to get his, to be manager again, hotel, and all paid by the high table. Donnie Yen's character is able to also get away from the high table. His daughter is... No longer going to be threatened. Yeah. And John Wick, his hit is removed. Yep. And that he no longer has any obligation to the high table... And no one can force him back into the life. Yep. And he's dead. Dude! Or so we think. We said spoilers. We don't know that for sure. He's dead. So they showed a tombstone with his name on it. There was no body (laughs) being lowered into it. Yeah. My rule of thumb is if I don't actually see the character die on screen and then them lower the body into... A plot. Or, or you know, dumping the dirt on the body yeah. while in the plot. Not dead. Left up to imagination. Because, to me, it just looked like he passed out from his wounds. And then next because thing you know. if you notice, those shots, they weren't fatal shots. They were just blood shots. But what they alluded to, as, as, he, was, uh, as he was looking up at the sunset, or the sunrise, yeah. he exhaled his final breath and saying, heaven. Helen. He said Helen. Sounded like heaven to me. Well, Helen was heaven to him. Yeah. But it was Helen, his wife's name. That's why he had... uh... Sounded a whole lot more like heaven. No, he said Helen. Because he went, Helen. And that's why it did that flashback of him with his wife. But still doesn't mean he's dead. <laughs> doesn't I, mean he's not. I yeah. still think they did that ending because that way, if they don't do any more John Wick movies, there's closure. Yeah. But they left it. They did not technically show him dead. That way, if they wanted to do it again, they could always do another movie and just say that that was down the down the road a little bit. That the graveyard, the the His cemetery scene. Yeah. Was like maybe because all the John Wick movies took place in like what a month. Uh, John Wick <laughs> wanted to take place within a year. Three is a year and a maybe about a year and a half from one, and then four I think is supposed to be like two years. Yeah, but I, I mean you know, this is all relatively. Quick. Yeah. So just because there's a tombstone doesn't necessarily mean that they're at the tombstone right after the whole excommunicado. For all we know that uh, Winston is already at the the new hotel. Yeah. With the new concierge. Well, I mean, he has a he has a car. At the end of that cemetery scene, he had a nice luxury car, which and had a driver and everything. So I'm assuming. Has the hotel again. Well, I mean, that's what he was promised after the duel. Yeah. 
they would rebuild his hotel At and reinstate him. But if they were just burying him, there would be no way for them to have already do done all that. that. Yeah. There's no way they could have rebuilt that entire hotel in the amount of time it would take for them to bury him. Well, not necessarily, but in, in parlance to what you guys are saying about, you know, unless you see this, there, there's True. there's no reason to believe that they had to automatically build that hotel and take all that time. They could have just bought him a freaking car, said, here's a driver, until we get your hotel built. We'll give you the benefits before actually... Yeah. You having the hotel. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, before they have the hotel, they're just friends with benefits. Yes. Yes. Um, and now, King again, is just fringe on the fringe with benefits. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's my theory, though, is it's, they gave it an ending that could either be the end or one that they could still come back with another sequel and say the ending was a fake out. Yeah, it was a facade. You only, spoke. you only thought he was dead. But that wasn't necessarily true. <laughs> Starting to turn into a Friday the 13th experiment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is going to be a spinoff, though. Yes, yeah, so called, we, haven't, we haven't referred to that yet. It is, from my understanding, it is going to be called Ballerina. Which I'm assuming it's going to be... Probably going into the whole, his Russian side, his family quotes, that he joined back up with, because the way that they would train their assassins, they were female assassins, and they were ballerinas. Very... It's it's basically uh, their version of Marvel's Red Room. Yeah. So, within, within this movie, though... You had that hotel in Osaka, mm-hmm. and the guy that ran it. I would love to. And his daughter. Well, Hiroyuki Sonata has been in a lot of really fantastic. He was in the Rush Hour franchise. Mm-hmm. He was in uh, Mortal Kombat as yep. Scorpion. Mm-hmm. He's been in the John Wick franchise. And he was in he... Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder. And he was killed in this movie. So the daughter, the daughter is supposedly going to be the one that kills Donnie Yen's character, or at least tries. so that's what it looks like. Yeah. So there is a in credit <clears throat> scene, not a like a Marvel like oh here's an end credit like right after the initial credits, and then there's an end credit at the end credit. You know, it's like hey, the movie's over. We'll do, we'll give you a scene, and then we'll do like the main credits where we show all the like important people. And then we'll do a, a credit scene, and then we'll do the actual like full credits where we credit everybody, and then we'll give you another scene. Yeah. It, this this scene came after the everybody stuff. Yeah. This this was the only end credit scene. It was at the very 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 end of the credits. And it basically builds up to she's about to try and kill him as she's he's on his way to his daughter with like a bouquet of flowers or whatever. And she pulls out a knife and it ends. So you... As the knife clicks open, not as she uses it, but as it clicks open, that's where it cuts. So there could always be a side with, you know, her as, quote-unquote, the ballerina. Yeah. 
Which or, or it could be just like a, a new person. Could be. All those freaking fight scenes, though. Yeah, I agree. The choreography was fantastic. That it was just everything was just so well done. And, and in the scene, I, I like I said in the theater, the scene where like the camera's overhead and they're going through this the, house, the top down shot. Yeah, yeah. It just the the fact that it. I don't know about you. It made me feel like I was playing, playing a video game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. It it really reminded me of. It's going to sound weird, because I know for if there is younger people in our audience, for me to say this, but Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Did you ever play the first and the second one? I uh, I haven't played it, but I've seen it. And that's it's, what I was thinking of. It's a top-down shot. Yep. And kind of almost the same mechanics as you were seeing in the movie. A lot of rolling and gunfire and dodging and hiding behind stuff that looks like could I? Could you hide behind that? Because the ones, one scene, it looked like it was like a pile of books or whatever. Yeah, something like that. And he like shoots through it, and the other guy tries to shoot from the top, and he shoots again, and it blasts through. Well, and it's uh, like the they're shooting through the walls and everything, so there's all this dust and explosion, and you're, you're trying to keep track of who's where, and you know, it's just there was so much going on. But they just, they stayed with him and sort of his uh, trajectory. And I, I thought it was just super well done, very well choreographed. Because there's no like, you know, oh hey, he's shooting and then it pans to something else and then, you know, pans over here. It was literally just one steady, continuous shot. I gotta admit, the, the top-down <clears throat> shot though, that I've never seen a movie do that. I, I can't say that I've seen many... In, in the history. I've seen top-down shots, but not one that... Not one that's, like, action-packed yeah. like that. Where it's him going through multiple rooms and... Like, you're playing a fucking video game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it like, uh, you know, you'll have a SWAT team or something enter a house. Yeah. And then, you know, they'll have them enter. But there will be no one in the house. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you see them all enter and go through, but then it, like hands to someone's face and yeah. they'll be like clear yeah but it'll be like a quick shot not a continuous one what was your favorite scene out of the whole movie the entire movie of the entire movie favorite scene that you would if you would to tell someone to go see this movie you would be like when you go to watch <clears throat> this movie this scene right here makes the movie the best or, it, you know, if you're telling somebody to watch the movie... There were a couple that I had in mind. Uh, <clears throat> best... Your best, the thing that you best would three. Want, the thing that you would want to spoil the most for someone and have to fight off. Nunchuck scene. I somehow knew that one. Yeah. <clears throat> the nunchuck fight, man. That was awesome. <laughs> like, I was sitting there watching. I was like, yep, I know that movie. I know that one. I know that one. I can well, do I that. I just love that. Uh, <laughs> when he first grabbed him, he chucked one of them. Which funny nunchuck chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then after that, as he, when he had a little break, he would put him around his neck to keep him for later. And then he would pick up the gun and he'd, sh -sh -sh oh, okay, gun's empty. Chuck time. Go back to the nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, he, he used he them like the what, three, four times? He had the conscious decision, I might need these later. I'm going to hang on to them. Mm hmm. Or and if I, they hanged off of him. <clears throat> yes. 
But I just, I really, I that was brilliant thinking. Like, as far as action, that, that was the scene. Uh, the other thing that I really enjoyed... Nuts! <laughs> <laughs> and then the dog would go and eat their nuts. Which we haven't even talked about him yet, so they, yeah. they may not even know about this dude. So... Mr. Nobody. Yeah, Mr. Well, Nobody he, he's is... He's a tracker. Yeah. A tracker, but everybody asks him, so what's your name? And he says, Nobody. Yeah. Who are you? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> and the fact that he knew what he was doing, he was like, oh, okay. There's a huge hit on John Wick's head. I'll track him, and I'll raise the amount up. Yeah, he would... He would kill the people trying to kill John Wick just so that the hit would keep increasing until it got to the point where he was ready to kill John Wick. Yeah. And he had this dog with him. That's such a pretty dog. Beautiful dog. Looked like a German Shepherd. It was. Yeah, it was. And uh, anytime he anytime he said the word nuts, this dog goes booking it right to whomever think... he was you know, referring to. And just started chomping on dude's nuts. Yeah, I think he also had a couple times said jugular. Yep. Well, he would say nuts, neck, and now. And I think now was more of a like just get that guy, like get whatever you can. Yeah. Um. And the dog was unbelievably obedient. I love how he claimed it was an emotional support dog. Yeah. No, he. he he claimed that he, he was, was the, the emotional support, support dog for the dog. Yeah. Oh, I, I missed yeah. that part. Yeah, when he's checking into the hotel and she tells him dogs aren't allowed and he goes, emotional, emotional support, support animal. And she's like, right. right. I'm sure he is. Yeah. He said, no, no, not him. Me. Me. I'm his support animal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I missed that part. And that's when he went down and he's like, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I when he said emotional support animal, I started laughing, so I must have completely missed that line from <laughs> laughter. Because um, I just... It was hysterical. Working yeah. in retail, everybody will bring in their animal. Emotional support. Yeah. And it's like... That's uh, how Mindy gets me in. Well, we had a woman come out <laughs> with a freaking parrot. Trying to claim that a parrot was an emotional support animal. And then I the parrot's know. like, Lion bitch, lion bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't actually do that, but I wish it would have. So yeah, I love I love the I tracker. I love Mister Nobody. Pitching. He was he was absolutely hysterical, and I like the fact I like the way they built his character because, like, he was on a mission to kill John Wick after he got the the bounty up to what he wanted it to be, but then toward the end of the movie, it showed he had a heart because you know John Wick saved his dog. And he's get he was right in position, that. right in position to shoot John Wick, and he looks at the dog, and the dog looks at him and whimpers, and and then he shoots the other dude. Yeah, and then and then he well, and well, then nuts, <laughs> nope, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, at, at the end, he just goes up, he sits down to watch that final duel. He has a beer in his hand, pours a little bit into a dog bowl for the dog, and they sit there and they drink beer and watch the duel. Mm-hmm. And then when the, the giant plan comes out, which we'll get to in a bit, uh, he he shows his enjoyment of it. 
Another, it literally ca- felt like he was an audience member as well. Yeah. Because he was just like, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Another thing I want to point out about him was I really enjoyed his... Uh, it, not necessarily his gun, per se, but just the fact that he had like a shotgun-style gun that he used kind of as a sniper. Yes. Yeah, that was... A little weird. It looked like... It looked like a sawed-off, but yeah. it wasn't firing, like, shotgun shells. Yeah. It was shy, uh, firing, like, sniper rifle bullets. Yeah. But it was built like a shotgun. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. So, I, I mean... I would like that gun. <laughs> now, the one, the, the one thing, one issue I have with the movie itself... Oh, boy. Here we go. When did everybody on the planet <laughs> get... Kevlar clothing. It's not everybody on the planet. It's just everybody. Everybody who except has, for that one guy. Everybody who has anything to do with the high table. Yeah. Everyone that has anything to do with the high table had the Kevlar clothes, essentially. It Every- wasn't even Kevlar, you know, vests. It was literal suit. Yeah. You know, whatever they were wearing, That's that was made of Kevlar. Going. That's why he kept, like, yeah, hiding what, his face. I, I figured, yeah, I figured that out after the fact, but like, yeah, that gets introduced in the second one. The but I'm like, well, but suits. then then it keeps getting more and more advanced as they go along because it starts off it was just uh, originally like the vest underneath the suit. And no, no, then, no, it was just the jacket. It was just the jacket was bulletproof or semi-bulletproof. But it ended up getting to the point where it was basically the entire outfit. And, like, as he's taking off his clothes from the duel, you just hear all these freaking bullet all the shells. Bullets <laughs> the like, falling off of him. And it's, it, he takes off the jacket. Ding, 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 ding. Takes off the vest. Ding, 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 ding. And, then, and at one point, you know, it would be great just to see him, like, take the tie and just, like, run his hand through the tie and get all the bullets off of it. That would have been great. Well, like, and it looked like, like you, you, you know, he, you he takes this. his shoe off and dumps out bullets. <laughs> well, like, and you notice this, but it, it looked like at one point he shot a dude in the head, and, and then shot him in the head again. Like it, it was enough. The dude was almost wearing a beanie. Double tap. Double tap. <laughs> Double tap. He did well. If you hadn't noticed, he did that to everyone. Yeah, he did. The After movie. they were on the ground, boom, boom. At least two or three shots but to not, the head. not everybody that went down, he shot in the head. So that's why I'm just sitting there like, all right, he's just confirming the kill. But literally, he had his gun up to this guy's head and shot him twice. It's like, why do you need to shoot him twice? You shot him in point-blank range in the fucking head. First one didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally pulled the trigger again. <laughs> um, another character I want to get to is... Um, at one scene when he's in Berlin... There was this, like, big, fat, um, gangstery, well, a John Wick kingpin from the Marvel Cinematic Universe who was uh, a cheating prick. I thought his character was really fun. Yeah. Um, He, he reminded me of kingpin, but now I'm thinking about it more, also reminds me of, and it's probably because of the fat suit. Blob? No, penguin. From the Batman, ah, and that same that same kind of like attitude that that air of superiority of you can't touch me in my club. 
See, now, I, I had an issue with how he ended up being killed by John Wick. I was thinking the whole time, there, there were, you know, on three separate occasions, he pulled out an inhaler. Yeah. I, I was, did anyone else notice it, that the inhaler looked gold? No, it was gold. It was made of gold. Yeah. Okay. I, I kept thinking that Wick was going to somehow or another take that, and the dude was going to have an asthma attack to die. <laughs> How'd you kill him? I asphyxiated him with his own lungs. <laughs> I, I took his inhaler. Did you kill death. him? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I loved his responses too. Um, you know, hey, uh, you know, you gonna make it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I need you to get to the top of the steps, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, like I said, and he said it with such like you know, no shit. Like, his interaction with the other characters of, like, whenever they said his name, or him saying their name, it was, with Winston, it was Jonathan, Winston, <laughs> and then it was, uh, Kane, John. <laughs> um, but the character of British, or not British, Russian. German Kingpin. Or, yeah, German. Um, he was a very gangstery, and he wanted to kill John Wick, but Kane was there and wanted to kill John Wick, but nobody was there and wanted to kill John Wick. Nobody so, being the tracker. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's like, all right, we'll play a game of five-card draw, which leads into when the blind guy could somehow read all the fucking cards. What the fuck? He, yeah. he, he was just, he was funny in a not really funny kind of way, if well, that makes any sense at all. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I said the way that he, the way that he would fight made me think of drunken fighting. Yeah. Because it was, it didn't seem serious because it, it seemed erratic, but for him it made sense because him being blind, oh, he's Oh, I was obviously, talking about the kingpin dude. Well, no, I'm saying like for... For Donnie Yen's character being able to, like, read the cards and everything, him being comedic, of, like, just being, like, spreading the cards out and going, that feels like uh, four nines and a two. It's like, how the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then the kingpin guy being, like... Well, and, like, it, when, he, when he did that, I don't know if you guys saw, but Wick and nobody, they, they looked over at him like, <laughs> what the hell? And then the kingpin guy, you know, saying whatever. And every time he said something, he flipped over one of the twos. Yeah. So I was figuring, you know, that's how Donnie Yen figured out that there was a five of a kind. But then he said five twos. And I'm like, and, he, and both of them looked at him again like, what the hell? And him just being, and them being like. I'm telling you, it's the force. And him just going, let me guess, five twos. <laughs> and <laughs> and like, like, they look at yeah. him like, what the? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, how the fuck do you know? That? And then him just going, you cheating prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just I felt like the gangster dude was funny, but not in the traditional funny sense. Like he was kind of a fool that wasn't a fool. It... Well, I mean, he was obviously surprisingly good fighter. Which that's one of the things that made me think of Kingpin. You got this big fat guy who was pulling out some martial arts moves, and Kingpin was an athletic 
or not athletic, a gifted fighter. Yeah. In Marvel. So I'm just sitting there thinking like, God, this would be a perfect Kingpin Spider-Man or Kingpin Daredevil fight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still love that. You shot me in my ass, you bastard. <laughs> like, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> And I also love his face when he died. It, yeah, that just the... <laughs> I mean, he looked almost like, you know... Um, I like that when he shot him in the funny, ass. Funny enough, Vincent D'Orfano... Yeah. It kind of reminded me of his character from Men in Black. Who, you know, he also plays in Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. as Kingpin. Yeah. But, you know, how his face was all like... Crunch. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just, like, punches the dead body to get a gold tooth out. <laughs> Should have just taken that inhaler. <laughs> he wasn't going to need it anymore. Nope. I, I like how he shot that kingpin dude in the ass. And then that, later that on in the awesome. fight, he threw the ha- the hatchet. And it looked like it buried right in the same spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it actually hit him in the leg. But it was, <laughs> it was I, that's pretty really close. What, at first, I thought that's where he hit him. He thought he got him in the ass. But then <laughs> as they panned over, he's holding his leg. And I was like, oh. Would have been funny. Shot him in one <coughs> ass cheek and then hit him in the other. Do you know what they say? Turn the other cheek. <laughs> um, also, another spoiler. Uh, the concierge for the New York uh, hotel got offed. And unfortunately, Lance Reddick also then died. I blame this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They killed him off, and it was so heartbreaking. He died. I'm going to miss that guy. What was really heartbreaking was... Him dying? The fact that he was just playing video games not an hour before he died. He was playing Destiny 2. I mean, I just... I loved him in everything he did. The guy was a fantastic actor. It's uh, horrible that he's gone, obviously. Um, But... We just kind of left him out. He was a big part of the Wake movies. Yeah. He, he he was another one. He did so much with so little. Um, your big favorite part slash thing you would want to spoil most? Mine would probably have to be... I would have to have two. The nunchuck scene. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. And the uh, the scene in Paris when they're fighting in the God, I don't I don't know what that monument's called. Arc the Triumph. Yes. The huh? The Arc, the Arc the the Triumph. Triumph. Is that the big circle? Yes. Yeah, the roundabout the, with the, the big the, the big one, structure in the middle. With the, with the, the one with the circle part. jerks. Yes. Yeah, it's called the Arc de Triumph. That whole scene of... Anyone else wonder how many times a dude can get slammed through a car before he, like, stops being able to run around and kill people? Well, I thought the big, the the one big dude that got, you know, nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he died right there because he he fucking got smashed into a fucking car. And and then next thing you know, he's up. And then the next scene is him back in the fucking Mercedes... Just hauling ass after him. I'm like, how the fuck is this dude still alive? And John went through, what, seven cars? He I think hit, I counted? <clears throat> he, 
So, or at not, the start, not through, but into. He, he got plowed by a couple of them, and then jumped on a couple more, well, got he, thrown into a couple. He got thrown into eight cars. I miscounted. Well, eight cars, trucks, buses, whatever. It, vehicles. Yeah. And then... And then falling out of the, and and then my other favorite scene is the top down scene. I just I thought that was amazing, of them. And I I knew as soon as I saw the reference to one of the references to one of Keanu's movies, Constantine, them having the bullets that say Dragon's Breath on it. And I'm like, that's a Constantine reference if I've ever seen one. Plus, I I really loved the the fact. As soon as the dragon's breath came into play, and they're all like, you know, oh, we're gonna kill this guy. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, all you people are gonna get burned. <laughs> like, there's no way he's not gonna take these guns and use them. That's that's his thing. He takes yeah. your gun and he kills you with it. Yeah. And it's like so many people are gonna be flaming. Yeah. Yeah. And there were so many people. So, and, so, and it was God. so funny because his his look when he first shot that shotgun was like, oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd probably be the look I I would have if because I had it. he did not drop that shotgun. He just anyone that he shot that had one of those shotguns. He I'm taking those bullets. <laughs> uh, either that or uh, I think in one case he ran out, so he flip flopped with the guy he was fighting. He took yeah. his, hit him, and then. <laughs> but he always had one of them through that entire fight. Yep. Um. But yeah, that was. <laughs> incendiary but yeah that top-down scene and then on top of him being hit into all those cars him also falling in the club oh i forgot about that where he gets i soon, that was as a, soon as i saw that ledge i was like one of them's going over it i thought that's how he was going to kill him and i see him get kicked and he goes over the ledge and like yep here it is he hits and then flips he hit lands like some weird it was just a beam that was yeah, a, like a concrete pillar beam. Yeah, and he lands flat on his back too. There's no way that didn't take the air out of him. And then he lands face first on concrete. And then how many times did he go down concrete steps? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When he gets all the way to the top of the steps to get to the church, two hundred twelve, two hundred some, and then he goes all the way back down. Then gets up, gets thrown down some more, and then goes back up again. And those aren't even the only steps he went down in the movie. Yeah. And then when he falls... Jumps out of the building. window and hits the car on the way See, down. I wasn't counting that. I thought there were seven cars just in the turnabout scene that No, that was... Hit. I'm not counting that. Okay. That's, that's completely separate because that's him jumping out of a window and fucking dented the... The van. It was a fucking van, and he dented it. And then gets up, and he's just... Oh. I'm like, how the fuck are you still moving? <laughs> I asked that question long before then. Um, I also really enjoyed the... Uh, like the, the, the music through all of those fights, too. Oh yeah, how it, the, it was, the DJ was, kept setting up the music. It was always very See, now I got an issue the with the DJ. Yeah. I got an issue with there being a DJ of a radio station calling out hits on people. Why? <laughs> they call out the hits anyway. <laughs> that was that was literally the, the reference. 
I know, but I mean, think about this. Some, you know, let's say you're listening to our local radio station, and they're calling out a hit on somebody's life. So, uh, it's and just like... Do you well, not think the cops would be there no, immediately? they did it very subtle. They did it very subtle. Subtle. Subtly. Yes, that word. No, they really didn't. No, because yeah, she totally, like... Well, no. actually, towards the end, she's basically saying, our man in black, John Wick, is almost to the church. Yeah. You know, can he get who's, up the stairs? Who's going to collect the treasure? <laughs> It's a treasure hunt. Dog. He got the, all the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> he got the goodies, all right. <laughs> but, like, I thought the DJ was the best part of that whole that whole scene. And her, I, I love your, your comment. I, I, I just love the fact that saw her face. We're going to It's paint time the, to paint, paint the, the town, town red. red. And they play, they play Rolling Stones, Painted Black. A French version of Painted Black. Which, which they probably changed with red. No, it was black. No, it, it was black. Paint it black. That, that's the name of the song. They did a you know remake in French, but it's still Paint It Black. Did you see who was credited on that? No. Mick Jagger. Was he? He rewrote the lyrics for it huh. in French. Who knew? It was uh, Mick Jagger and uh, Keith Richards. Motherfucker's still alive. <laughs> it's like Willie Nelson. Actually, it would be uh, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. And Keith Richards. And Keith Richards. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Oh yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne in this movie. Comes out immediately, starts with the motherfucker stuff. I'm like, no, 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 no. This ain't Samuel L. Jackson. He can't say that. <laughs> well, that's not no. his catchphrase. But the funny thing is, you looked over at me and you said, that's not Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson was asked in an interview about his like new commercial. He said, I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. We don't all look alike. <laughs> <laughs> and then you say that, and that's the first thing that popped into my head was that interview that he had. And it was on live television. This dude, like, basically, he said, oh, yeah, you know, you, you were in that thing. Oh, it wasn't? That was a different black guy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped into my head. Your favorite two scenes? Uh, well, my... Or favorite two moments? I'd have to go with the, the fight on the stairs. After he gets knocked down all of those steps... And he gets up again. And Donnie Yen comes up and says, I need you to get to the top of these stairs. And he's like, yeah. 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 <clears throat> But I loved how that brought the two guys who were trying to kill him in that club. They ended up helping him get to where he needed to be to stop the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like just the, the lead up to that scene, he gets to the steps. It's like, <sighs> and then he like takes like four steps up and all these guys step out. And he just gets this look on his face like, gotta be fucking kidding me. <sighs> And then, you know, he fights his way through all them, gets to the top, gets knocked all the way down with bump, 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 By the dude that we thought was dead in the roundabout. Then his two adversaries become his allies, help him get to the top, and achieve his goal. I just, I really love that because of that. It just, through adversity, we find common ground and kill a bunch of guys. Good moral right there. <laughs> Fantastic, spot on. And my my second favorite scene would have to be the, the top, the duel, the top down, the top down. Oh, the top the, down. The duel was. So let's let's talk about the duel. Well, I okay, I just okay. wanted to. Uh, the top down scene I thought was 
expert camera work, expert choreography. I yeah, just, it was it was done incredibly was, well. That scene was one of the best scenes I've seen in a very long time in just overall I, everything. I, like, if did you even notice that when, like, the one, he's going up steps and he shoots the one guy with the, the dragon's milk, no, uh, dragon's breath. that dragon's milk is alcohol. Um, and it is. <laughs> the guy gets shot and then falls over railing and goes down and hits, and it didn't even look like CGI. It looked like a dude actually went over, fell, and went splat. Like, that's how good of a job they did with this scene. And, like I said, just the fact that it continued for so long was incredible. Before we do the duel, I will say this. I guarantee you, an action movie is going to copy that scene. Oh, yeah, no doubt. They're going to be like, that's really creative. Uh, they're going to be like, that worked. We need to do that. Well, it's sort of like uh, how the, the movies Gamer and Hardcore Henry both tried to copy the first-person shooter aspect. Mm-hmm. Doom did it first. But what I'm saying is, know. you know, they both had the idea of the video game style. Yeah. But this kind of took it to a whole nother level. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Duel scene. Who wants to... Danny, so you the... haven't gone about anything. So yet. the premise of the duel... Uh... Uh, hold on, you're getting oh. fingered. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. No one... No announcements or anything, just to extend this out, because we're about ten minutes before it starts flashing at me. Hold oh, on. Okay. Um, They're holding. Have a word from Mr. Nobody. Oh, shit, he said nuts. Run! Oh, out of here! <laughs> so, for the duel... Danny, continue. So the, the premise of Actually, the duel... Hold on, you're getting fingered. Okay, continue. Okay, so the premise... <laughs> the premise of the duel... They set up all the rules prior to uh, the whole stair scene and all that Ooh, stuff. Um, and the way they did that, uh, they both sat at a table and they had like six. They they looked kind of like gold plates, but they weren't gold. But they were very metallic sounding. Yeah, they were yeah. they were metallic, like almost playing cards. And they had numbers, and the person who was challenged, which in this case was uh, the, mar- the marquee. The marquee he picked the time being sunrise, and he flipped over a card. And then John Wick said now, and he flipped over a card. Whoever had the highest number wins. Is the one who sets that precedent. And it was set at sunset, sunrise, sunrise. Correct. Thank you. Uh, per the marquee, um, dueling pistols. Per John Wick, they agreed on no quarter, and John Wick won with the location. Yeah, and and. At the sunrise was six oh three a.m. Yep. So he had to make it to the church. The church by six oh three, and that's when all that other stuff ensued, and people were trying to stop him from getting there. And because the the hit was up to forty million dollars by the end of it, yeah. Thanks to Mister Nobody constantly being like, "You want me to join in? Okay, uh, twenty five. No, it's going to be thirty. No, that Click. wasn't our deal. It's the only deal he, we're he, offering today. He calls him back. <laughs> 35 million. What? No, it's like 40 million. Fine. <laughs> so anyways, we're up at the church now. They're getting ready to, you know, do the duel. And I, I thought the scene was well done. I was expecting a little bit of a different outcome, though. Uh, so they took 30 paces, had these really, really big, big caliber bullet. 
single single shot single shot <clears throat> almost basically old it's, old school dueling pistols yes. it's basically designed to be only a dueling pistol yes so the i, I guess the big dog of the high table is the one that's calling it, and when he says fire, they fire. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, I don't even know exactly what Clancy Brown's character was. I kind of felt like he was a spokesperson for the high table. He was. Not he was exactly. like he, he was, was like the purveyor. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, so anytime he he called fire, they shoot, and if they if they, somebody was if both of them were still standing, they had to move in ten paces, and shoot again until one of them's dead. Yeah. And it took three shots before Wick dropped. Mm-hmm. And then... The Marquis steps in and says, No, give, give, give me the gun. Talking I, want, to, I want killing shot. Yeah, talking to Kane. And at this point, uh, he walks up. Uh, Winston's like, You arrogant ass! He never shot! And then he... F- and I even looked over at Danny and I was like, Wick never shot. Yeah. And he walks up. Uh, then when Winston tells him that, he turns. Wick points his gun up, says consequences, and blows him, blows his head out. Yeah. It was brilliant. Now, to be honest, I thought what was going to occur was once they got into that 10-pace range, I thought they were both going to turn and shoot the marquee. Yeah. Because both of them wanted the marquee dead because he was the one that was holding them. See, I thought Steady. it was going to be the other way around. I thought John Wick was going to kill the Marquis, and Kane was going to shoot him. <laughs> Which, I mean, technically did happen. It just happened a tad bit later than I thought. Yeah, I, I thought they were just waiting to get in close enough so that they both had the clear shot directly at the Marquis. And I thought, you know, then because Wick technically killed the Marquis, even though the Marquis was not the one participating in the duel, his debt was not uh, uh, wiped removed. Up. Well, no, because him saying, I want killing shot, that now meant he was the one... He's now taking over And it got, it got uh, Kane and his daughter free. free. So everything worked out for everybody except for the Marquis. <laughs> he marked dead. <laughs> he more killed. Yes. And then the Marquis walking over to uh, Kane with the bullet. <clears throat> Remember your daughter and your friend. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking great. <laughs> His delivery was on point. It just was. The, it was beautiful. Just think of your daughter. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> just showing that there was no love lost between them. That, yeah. and, and that's what made me think the way I was thinking about what was happening because... He tells him to fuck off, and then they they keep hitting these non... Because neither one of them wanted to kill the other one. Right, so I'm thinking, you know, they're... Wait a minute, they got to move in ten paces. That puts them closer to the mark. Oh, God, they're in really close. They're both going to, like, turn and plug this dude. Like, you would think the marquee both... Knowing that both of them are experts at and, shooting a gun... Yeah. And both of them wanting him dead... And him just being like, huh, the the first time that they would have like just gotten like an arm here and then an arm here, I would have been like, 
this is not going to end well for me. <laughs> right. Well, maybe at the 30 paces, he could have chalked it up to just... Oh, know, it's the distance. Gun. And they're worn out. But once they got in close again and then shot each other again and didn't fatally wound each other... It wasn't even close. No. Yeah. They, like, the, the accuracy... Like, there's no way those two shots in a row, they could hit non-vital points with both of them. If they were both trying, there's no way that would have happened. If I were the marquee, I would have been like, uh, something right here. Right. You you would think. I mean, that's that's what was going on in my head. I mean, as soon as I saw the first shot and it just clipped the arm on both of them, I was like, oh, this is a setup. See, it took me the second <laughs> shot. Because I figured with the first shot, like I said, I chalked it up to, okay, the guns are not made for accuracy. I didn't it, chalk it up to that at all. I, I did. <laughs> I was like, these are expert shooters. I thought they were trying to do it like old-fashioned duels. The pistols were not... Even even with them being experts, though, knowing how to handle a gun, I'm sure they've handled dueling pistols, probably. I know how to handle a gun, too. You grip the grip, you trigger the trigger. Depress the trigger. Okay, yeah, well... Yeah, that's what happens to the person. They get (laughs) depressed of air. (laughs) And life. (laughs) (coughs) But yeah, once I saw that those first shots, just like you, I was like, this is a setup. Because, and then on the second shot, Donnie Yen being like, nice. Like... (laughs) Well, I knew it was a setup going into it. I knew something was going on when they met in the church. I, I knew right then and there that they were going to hatch a plan. Yeah. I didn't know what the plan was. I figured it was going to be, if you know, one of us dies, the other one will do this. Yeah. Um, well, like I was... said, I was figuring Wick was going to well, and the... go outside of the duel. Well, like, there was no reason for uh, Kane to have shown up at the bottom of the steps. Like, if he wanted Wick dead, he would have been up he at didn't the church want, already. He didn't want Wick dead. He needed Wick to get to the church because they that's how he got through. his daughter yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they need to. They needed to follow through with And then nobody in the dog plan. were like, you know, all right, you know what? You saved my dog. I, I owe you one. You. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save you, out. and then I'm gonna watch your duel. <laughs> and then if uh, you die, I'm gonna watch all my money go away. Yeah. And that's kind of what he did. <laughs> I also. I, you have any final words, Winston? Have fun out there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck you want me to say? (laughs) You know, if if you die, I die. If you win, I get all this shit. So just don't die. (laughs) Yeah, the look on his face when he asked him that, though, like, any final words, Winston? And him just being like, have fun out there? (laughs) (laughs) What do you expect me to fucking say? Don't die! (laughs) You die, I die. That's how this goes. Um, and just the—I uh, I don't know what you would call them, but the fact that they would like walk over with the like the the new bullets. Yeah, it's just like every time it would go up, I, I was expecting him to say something snarky because of the first time. Well, I mean, he said something on the second one. He was like, just finish this. <laughs> I thought that was the third. That was the third. Was that the third? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, after, like, he one. handed him with the first bullet, whenever they walked up, I was expecting that. But the second time was when 
he told him to remember his daughter and he told him to fuck off. Yep. So, what did we think of the movie? Loved it. Loved it. Out of, out of, out of a full clip. Is it a full clip? As in like <laughs> 10, we'll say 10 bullets is a full clip. Okay. 10 bullets it's and a very, one in the chamber? Yes. It's a very small gun. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it 20 dead guys. 20 dead guys. Okay. Because yeah. that, that, those 10 bullets went a long way because they also used some of their guns and yeah. nunchucks and swords and knives and, and, and pencils. Hit their ties. Yeah. Oh, I love how they made a callback to that, too. Yeah, how, how Donnie Yen stabbed the pencil in that Hungarian well, dude's well, hand. As soon did, as you, I, did you notice him at the cafe when he put it in his pocket? Yeah, as soon as, as I saw him put it, as soon as I saw him put that in his pocket, I was like, he's going to use that pencil. <laughs> Actually, I was kind of thinking when they met in the church, Yeah. I was kind of thinking he was going to give it to John Wick. <laughs> and John Wick was going to kill the concierge, or not the concierge, the, the matri- the, the marquee with it. I don't know why I was having trouble with that word there. Because it's French. <laughs> but that's, I thought it would be a callback. And it was, but not... Not in the way you thought. Yeah. yeah. So, 20 dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> so, John Wick still has a full clip. Plus one in the chamber. No, no. He used the full clip, but he has like three other guns now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to give it uh, 25 dented cars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 25 dented cars. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I, I wanna, I'm going to take mine back. Huh. I'm going to give it... 30 nut calls. <laughs> 30 nut calls, okay. And I am going to give it they John Wick painted the town red. <laughs> uh, the song is painted black. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Yeah, pretty much. And I just I love the fact that you know like somehow Everyone in the city was witnessing this fight, but we're still driving towards it. Well, even the people in the in the freaking club. Yeah, they were just standing there, there dancing. dancing, and then they see Wick kill somebody, and they're like, "Oh shit, <laughs> dance this way." Let's keep dancing. <laughs> Let's keep dancing. <laughs> I just I loved how people were just so nonchalant about all the killing. It's like the high table is like the world government. I give it forty million. Final offer. <laughs> <laughs> That is so, the only deal being offered tonight. So I'm, I'm going I'm to ask the difficult question. If they could have done anything better in the movie, what would it have been? I can give you two things. Okay. One, they could have not had the dude slam the dog into the windshield. Okay. See, but I feel like that was... That was a... Character it, it, aspect. Well, it started the rivalry between worse. it right started the rivalry between that dude and the dog. Like right. he slammed it into the windshield, and then the dog went to attack him again, and then he was going to shoot the dog, and John Wick shoot the dude, and then the dog's like, "Hey!" And then the dog ended up biting the dude's nuts off before he got shot in the head. Yeah, and that built the character of that villain to be an, a horrible dude. But it was hard to watch. It, it was hard to watch, but I know yeah. it wasn't a guy I, I really throwing a dog onto a windshield, but it just. It was such a beautiful dog. So what was the other one? <clears throat> the other one is I would have liked to have seen Lawrence Fishburne's character play a bigger part in the final duel. 
Like, you know, somehow... Be at the church and yes. doing something along the line. Okay. Or, or at least, uh, all he did was give him a suit and a gun uh-huh. and help him get to the church. Uh, well, as close to the church as he could yeah. through his really nice boat in the sewers. Yeah, the underground river. But I would have liked to have seen King, you know, he has all these guys, right? So have those guys go out and help John Wick or, you know, do something a little more memorable than just, here's a suit, you know, for when you get married or when you get buried. Yeah. You should look nice. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen his character play a bigger part in that, like, final uh, third of the movie. John. Wick. No, me. Fletcher. <laughs> uh, I would change, besides the dog scene, because that, that also bothered me, uh... Probably it would probably have to be uh, Lance Reddick's character getting killed. Like I understood why because it was a that made, it was a message. Yeah. And not only that, but that made. Winston. Winston want revenge, therefore he manipulated the situation where he could have John Wick get exact his revenge, and he could also... Get help. back. He would get back everything he lost, and he could also help John Wick, someone who he did consider a friend, finally get what he wanted as well. That, and... I probably... I would like to have seen more with the the girl, I can't remember her name, the concierge of the, uh, the daughter. Yeah. I would have Koji. Li- I would have liked to seen her helping Wick get to the church. Problem with that though is she, she would have ended up running into Kane. In the sense of helping him before he met up with Kane. Either that or have her do that, have her help Kane help him, and then basically send a message to Kane, you kill him, I kill you. You know, it's like, you know, no no matter what, you're not leaving this church alive. Hmm. That that could have also worked out. Well but I would maybe not for him, but I would have liked to see her character more. Okay, I feel like with the end credit scene, they could potentially do something with... With her character, but... <clears throat> it's the fact that we... I mean, obviously, we know she's very skilled, because she killed a bunch of those marquee people. But... They had armor. Yeah. Badass armor. Had that, had the, like, metallic mask-looking thing. It was like a Shogun mask for yeah. SWAT. Yeah. I just, I would have liked to have seen her character helping Wick more. Or at least have more a little more development yeah. in the plot. Because now it just, I mean, yeah, it sets up for her to have another revenge story. Yeah. I can see that. Over to you, Danny. So for me, I would have liked to have, I would have liked to have seen them 
build up the marquee as more of a uh, more of a dominant villain. Because I mean, he was kind of a puss. Yeah. He, he was always behind well, he, the scenes. He didn't do much of anything other he than talk. He struck me as, uh, you know, daddy's money. Yeah, and, and like... A spoiled rich guy who got everywhere on daddy's money and daddy's name. Yeah, but I, I feel like if they could have built him up as to have been, you know, a, a badass, then it would have meant more to kill him. Like, not that it didn't feel good when, when you know, Wick plugged him in the head, but... Oh, he'll come back. In another twenty-seven years. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if they would have, if they would have delivered more on his character as being an actual mob boss type, that that might have made it even more gratifying at the end. Yeah. Or at least if they showed that he could actually do fight. something. Yeah. You know, like he literally, with the exception of the scene where he stabbed nobody's hand. He showed no signs of combat. No, none whatsoever. And and that and when he stabbed his hand, it's because it, he was talking to him, and dude put his hand down on the table. Now he showed he was quick, but quickness doesn't mean you can fight. Right. No. So I, I I just I, I was thinking about that, and I was like, you know, they could have really done more with the Marquis himself to make him more of a formidable opponent, and and made it look like he was something. Nope, just an empty title. Yeah, clearly. Ten, now he has an empty head. <laughs> Very much so. Where can they find us, Danny? Uh, well, uh, before we do that, I do also want to... We haven't quite mentioned it enough, but I really liked uh, Koji, uh, Hiroyuki Sonata's character. Yeah. And how he... When Donnie Yen was fighting him and he said, you know, why are you protecting John Wick? Uh, you know, he doesn't have a marker on you. He said, you know, you must have fallen very far to think that our only debts are markers. Yeah. I, I really love that line and I thought... Yeah, that sword fight, that was really good too. And, you know, that... Well, and just like the the, the fact that they were both friends... But they were had both at the time very opposite views on their mutual friend John Wick, mm -hmm. and I just I thought that whole interaction with them was very. It was emotional, and I thought it had a very good message. It did. It did. Although I I have to admit I feel like Koji didn't have to die like. He could have walked away and been like, okay, I lose this battle, I'll come back and win the next one. And, well, I, and then I they could have done more with him. After, I, get, I think I, the reason they had him die... Is to build up the daughter. Not only that, but to show he was devoted enough to... Kill his friends. And he viewed John Wick as so much of a friend he was willing to kill and die for him. Yeah. That he was not going to sell out his friend. He was going to do everything he could to fight for him. And I just... We hadn't really talked much about Koji. And Ko Koji's character was a very, very well-played character. From 
from the time you saw him in the in the hotel all the way to the end. Um, when he died, and, and very wise and content with you know, okay, well, if this if this is how it ends, then this is how it ends. But you know, I'm not going to change who I am just because you know they want my friend. Yeah. But before we ended, I just wanted to throw out there that I really enjoyed his characters. I, I believe he had a part to play in Donnie Yen's character coming full circle. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think Kane was very <clears throat> influenced by his friendships and the fact that he didn't really want to kill them. Well, and that was that was obvious when they first called him in at the beginning of the movie that he didn't want to do another yeah. uh, another hit. He was like, I'm, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm, I'm of no use to you. Yeah. One thing I didn't understand with him, though, when he started out, you know, he had, like, longer hair and, like, stubble. He looked like Kim Jong. And then just, like, <laughs> they called him in, and then all of a sudden he shaved with a haircut. It's like, yeah. th- why? why? Cleaned himself up for appearance. But, I mean, why, why even bother having him look like that? In the beginning, I guess just to show that he was out of the game. That he was trying to be scene. out of the game. Yeah. He was he was attempting to be out of the game. I out of the game. didn't really see a point in giving him all that for one scene. But yeah, that, that first scene, I'm, I looked at him and I was like, Ken Jong? <laughs> uh, I wanted to turn to both of y'all and say, but did you die? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, you can find us everywhere there is social media. Uh, check out our TikToks. We are now... Uh, we are now pivoting to a parody newscasting video type um, Geekosity News on TikTok we have our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube you name it we got it and if you would prefer to you know voice your displeasure with our views and our jokes you can do so at Geekosity Podcast at Gmail Stairs, 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 stairs Stairs, no, no, no. Stairs, Winston stairs, stairs, walking stairs, in that. Stairs. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Just a. Uh, I was starting to get bored. I'm like, okay, God, how long is this room? Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Random thought. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs>